What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Active Recall. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. And this is episode 42. Guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, people of all shapes and sizes, thank you for checking us out and tuning in. Stay tuned. Uh, if you guys can spare 30 seconds of your time, please just go on iTunes, go on any of your podcast directories, and just write a small review. We would seriously appreciate it. Anything and everything is sincerely appreciated. But enough of that. Sess, let's just jump right into this, man. What do we got going on today? Right. You're talking about it would only take 30 seconds for a review. Doing it right now <laughs> would be good. Doing it later would be good. When would be a good time to do anything? Or <laughs> Oh, that's so good. This, the book this week is When. The Secrets of Perfect Timing by Daniel Pink. It's a... Uh, well... Yeah, I'll just introduce. Uh, so, we don't have a guest. <laughs> He's not here or anything. But um, <laughs> Daniel Pink, he is an author. He wrote the book Drive. I, I, I've talked to this about, to a couple people. And I always say like, oh, you know that whiteboard video? That's an animation. Yeah. You've seen that, right? Blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people are like, oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. But um, I think you'd know if you saw it, maybe. But it, it is like the original YouTube whiteboard video. Not the original, but it was the first one that became super popular. Um, it was probably the first one that I remember seeing. And I remember like at work, um, it, I think it was like five, five years ago when I lived in San Diego. Uh, we, we saw this as part of like orientation to talk about like what motivates us or like yeah. w- what really motivates people. Maybe it was just <laughs> – maybe, maybe it was to like <laughs> – Subtle, like, in hindsight, it seems like they were like, okay, so we know we don't pay you, <laughs> like, as much as you could get somewhere else, but yeah. hopefully we provide these other things to motivate you. Anyway, uh, this is his latest book, When. It's about timing uh, for different things, when to start things, when to end things. And right. oh, I'll, I'll just read this uh, description. Yeah. All right. Do, do you see it? You want to read yeah, that? here's a part of the of description of when. Yeah, the very first... Okay, so it says of the book, when, uh, quote, Our lives are a never-ending stream of when decisions. When to start a business, when to, uh, when to schedule a class, when to get serious about a person. Yet we make those decisions based on intuition and guesswork. End quote. Uh, that sounds freaking awesome. Um, let's go. Let's... Uh, so it's about the secrets of perfect timing. We are trying to get into the habit of action. Is this is how, uh, or is it like more of when we figure out our time frame of when we could do something like productive? Is that is that how is this how? That yeah, it's is? it's about um, timing. I guess like his books are sort of focused to like a business audience. I think they would mm-hmm. end up in like a the business section instead of like self-development, <laughs> yeah. self-help kind of thing. Um, yeah. I don't know. So sometimes there's a lot of overlap there, but um, yeah, just some questions in there. Like, are you a lark or a night owl? Maybe a third bird. Are you looking for ways to improve how you schedule things in your day? Are you looking for a good time to start something? And yeah, it's, it's like questions like that, that you might be wondering. And then, um, Okay, I, well, I think, how about this? Yeah. Um, that first question says, are you a lark or an owl? So can you explain which one's which? 
And then you, it says you're, you're probably a third bird. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I guess that brings us to like that first section. So it says, get to know yourself. What's yeah. your chronotype? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll read this excerpt. So it's human beings don't all experience a day in precisely the same way. Each of mm-hmm. us has a chronotype, a personal pattern of circadian rhythms that influences our physiology and psychology. Got and it. Did, you, you took that. Uh, I, yeah, there, there's actually, like a link to like these different surveys. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is just understanding. You know, some people say like, oh, I'm a morning person. I'm not a mo- morning person. Or like, oh, I have to do this. I have to stay up late because that's how I am. Anyway. Yeah. There's a survey. So, you took it, right? Yeah, I took it. Uh, what are you? What was your score? It was a, um, I think it was something like moderate morning person. Got it. And what, did, okay. what was your score? Yeah, mine's a 46. I am an intermediate type. So uh, if you guys don't know. Third bird. The, yeah. <laughs> so this is, that's what it is. So on the, the scale, it says from 16 to 30 is definite evening. 31 to 41 is moderate evening. 42 to 58 is intermediate. 59 to 69 is moderate morning. And 70 to 86 is definite morning. So you are in the 59 to 69 moderate morning. So around this time, your circadian rhythm and all the uh, your influences in your psychology, you're a lot more productive in the morning. Is that how you is that how you are? Yeah, I, I think. Um, I guess yeah. Explaining the survey, the questions were things like there really. It seemed like what I remember was like two types of questions. So some yes. ask about they start with time they'll, they'll give you like a range of time and uh wait, 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 let me remember so one was like a scenario um and then you pick a time no no, no. it gives you a time yeah. a scenario yeah. with time and you you pick like your yes. energy level or something like that so it was something like right, right, oh right. wally <laughs> you and wally live in the same city it wasn't with you know it says a friend but anyway you and wally live in the same city now and he wants to work out but he can only work out at 10 p.m how would you work out go? And then you pick like, yeah, oh, uh, it, I'd struggle amazing. through it or like, yeah. Yeah, amazing, <laughs> like, no problem. Yeah. And then the other one was like, hey, Wally, like you and Sess want to work out together and it's up to you to pick the time. And then it gives you like multiple choice, different ranges. And right. Which, right. So uh-huh. it, it was just like that, but like maybe a dozen or like maybe like twenty questions, but there's twenty questions, yeah. And it, like one of the good ones was like, if you didn't have, uh, if you didn't have to plan out, if you could plan out the day, uh, your own way, what would be? Uh, I mean, like without any problems with the amount of sleep you get, how productive would you be the next day? Or like, uh, what's the, uh, what was the one? Um, if you could. Do it was something about getting more, getting more work in, beside like making your day more reasonable uh, by making your own time frame. It was it was like saying the next day though, but um, jeez, oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah you know, I, I remember one that was like similar. It was um, if you, oh yeah, if you had. You're on like, it's like John Snow. So like, if you're back. on night, if you're on night watch, mm-hmm. I guess yeah. What was your answer to this? It was the one where it was like, if you if you're on night watch, you have to be awake from four a.m. to 4 six a.m. Six a.m. Yeah. What would you do? <laughs> so it was like a, I would just stay up and then sleep after six a.m. 
Yeah. Or B was like, I would take sleep until 4 a.m., like take a nap and then take a nap after. Yeah, or that's what I'd say. Or C was just like take a nap but then stay awake after. Uh, I was, yeah, what did I you say? I said I would stay awake and then nap after. That's that's exactly what I did. Yeah, what about you? I, what did you choose? Yeah, I think that's what I said also. Oh, wait, yeah. no. No, no, no. I said I would wait, take a nap. So I tried to sleep before and before? sleep after. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I think there was a time, yeah, there was like a time in my life where I'm like, oh, you know, 4 a.m., I can just stay up till 4 a.m. And then... Yeah. Go. And then that time started uh, getting earlier and earlier where it's like, oh, man, I have to do yeah. something at 1 a.m. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try oh, to take yeah. a nap still. Um, That's like, yeah. Did you? Okay, so the questions, um, they gave out this, your, the, the scale and all that. And then they even gave you suggestions and um, telling you when your melatonin comes at. So it says here, uh, we estimate that your melatonin onset occurs at about 10, 15 p.m. So this is the first time you're able to fall asleep easily, assuming that you keep a regular sleep schedule. It's related to the time that your brain begins to produce produce melatonin in the evening or at night. This secretion can be measured in your saliva. Oh, you don't need to. Anyway, so uh, yeah, um, I didn't know that. That's pretty clever. Uh, and then they said my natural bedtime is about midnight. <laughs> so that's not... Yeah. I mean, uh, they were saying how there's this thing with... A 10,000 Lux fluorescent light box? Have you heard any of this stuff? Or like using it 30 minutes daily? Or your Yeah. It's like this the, light treatment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there's a picture there of like this person reading. But then there's this gigantic <laughs> lamp yeah. in front of her face. Yeah. But um, the, the way I've heard of it is those alarm clocks. I think it's like Philips or something like that. But um, <laughs> Philips, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah. Uh, there's... There's those alarm clocks that instead of sound, it it just has light that's supposed to mimic oh. the sunlight, uh, so you don't get what, what's it called, sad S A D, so like seasonal yeah. something seasonal effect, disorder. Effective it, disorder. Okay, yeah. got it. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was attention. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so I guess like taking action from this is you know know yourself. Uh, and my, my sleep time was something like 11 o'clock. Uh, oh, and wow. then there are ways, I think, that just some tactics to uh, take to shift that. Or um, good book on this. If your sleep is messed up, uh, Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. And that has a lot of different like strategies, tactics for uh, getting your sleep in order. I think that if you're starting out in self-development, and you, you think all these other things that you could do, um, a lot of times your sleep is just messed up. That's the very first thing that you should work yeah. on because it has such an effect on everything else. Um, and it's something that people overlook. Like if you're, if you're sleeping past 2 a.m., it's not that great. Um, oh, for sure. And that was something from uh, Sleep Smarter is that there's this range of time where like sleep is more effective and it was something like, I think like t- the, the hours between like 10 AM and 4 AM, something like that. Um, oh. if you can make those part of your core hours of sleep, that can be really good. And I think a lot of us probably are awake from like 10 to 11. Anyway, yeah. I don't think we'll be able to convince you to sleep at 10 a- 10 PM no, if you aren't I'm already. So sick though. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So you are considered a lark. I'm more considered a, the third bird. 
now is that a bad thing or a good thing? Just before we go on to the next question. It just it's, I don't think it's supposed are, to be like right? yeah, it's it's like a it's like a base. Know, okay. know who you are and it's not gotcha. good or bad really. Um That's good. You, you'll you'll be successful. You you can find, you know, success. Um need the motivational you music. You can find success no matter what kind of bird you are. <laughs> okay. So and, the next but most question, of us are oh. third birds like somewhere in the middle. Like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so sorry. The next question is are you looking for ways to improve your how you schedule things in your day? So I have a funny question for you. I was just curious. When you get into podcasting or when you start making your videos, this is like, this is probably considered like a pretty productive day on your own time, right? So I was wondering, um, how'd you get into that? How did you get yourself into making those videos? How'd you schedule it? Kind of the, the blog posts, making the website, making these drafts. I mean, how did you, how did you go into that way of improving your schedule to work on those things? I'm trying to think of when I really, uh, it was probably like four years, I guess was three years ago. Was it four years ago? ago? Oh, three, okay. Because, uh, yeah, probably four years ago. Um, okay. I realized, you know, I, I need to, that's when I was uh, doing a bunch of like side projects. Um, yeah. I guess we don't talk about my day job all that much but um yeah that's when i started doing like design side <laughs> projects and i knew i had to block out time um and i had just learned from working out that if you so some a lot of people have they work out after work mm-hmm. uh and I, I would try that but i found that a lot of times it would be like I, I would plan to work out after work and then something would come up it's just either, right. things just come up later in the day but if you plan to work out first thing in the morning then things don't things don't come up people don't want to meet you know like hey let's yeah, go oh, no no one yeah. asks to grab breakfast everyone has work anyway <laughs> um yeah so i knew that just applying like that same idea to i was like okay well if i want to work on side projects then i'll need to do it in the morning or else i won't really have like time to do that at night and i think i've always just sort of blocked off the morning for that kind of thing and books to read about that is like the miracle morning um and then probably a lot of like listening to tim ferris he's so interested in morning rituals uh if you go on medium.com there's so many like oh this is what i do first thing in the morning and um i do that i I just did like a a voice like that but then (laughs) i read all of them and (laughs) that's like what we're talking about right now so um what about you like what is your morning routine right. or like um so before i used to get up a lot earlier earlier i used to get up like 4 5 ish just just to get into the routine of working out early to uh and then go to the gym or i mean work out and then go to work jeez and then get my time in for video work or studying or any anything because i'm sorry Anything just to get my mind from work, then to school, and then school, studying, and then back to the whole grind. That This was like a good two years. And now that school is out, I kind of slowly gener- <laughs> I kind of slowly reverted back to working out after, sc- after work and then going into uh, video work every other day. So there's times where I would not work out in- at night. And this is like, I'm I'm starting to realize that I have 
um, it's it's I still feel productive if I go to work or I mean go to the gym or if I make do videos. I still feel productive physically and mentally. And then you know these side projects I do, it's all like I'm doing it every other day now. But the thing is, it's I should be reverting back into the morning routine. So. You remember the uh, slight edge where they're like, oh, getting up early is the hardest thing to do. <laughs> but it's the, the, the number one thing to do is always show up. And uh, the way he said was like, pick a time frame of when to... Oh, I don't know if it was slight edge, but it was pick a time frame of how to get up early. So instead of saying, oh, wake up at 4.30, which is your goal, try picking something later. And then, um, and then I think it was like putting the phone away far away from you putting it like at a instead of next to your bed bedside uh that's i'm trying to get back into that that's again it's a grind but my schedule and everything like that i still feel that i should there's got to be an easier way I, i could improve that schedule way better so going back to the morning routine is like it's it's something that i'm really striving for I think all it all just comes down to sleep. <laughs> it all comes down to sleep. I can't take it sometimes because I I go in and out of sleep. Like I thought that's why I'm pretty much I'm pretty sure like as honest I was on this this uh this test. I was doing uh third bird since I'm considered a third bird. I think uh I'm trying to get into the lark so I could get as productive as I can with myself, side projects and everything. And then at the end of the day, I could kind of like break off and just chill. So, yeah. 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 I, I think, um, sometimes I see, you know, they say like, Oh, you could be successful doing anything, but I think there is a lot of power in the morning routine. Um, definitely. Because definitely. We, we do just think like, there's a reason there's a word like days or we, we structure, we think in days, like there's tomorrow, there's yesterday. And sometimes, like, the present for us is the entire day, right? Like, that that's the time frame that you are thinking about. Like, what do I have to do until, like, for the rest of the day? And, you know, sometimes we do think about, like, the rest of the week or the far future and like, <laughs> regrets of the past. But um, so having it right at the start, it, it allows you to... Um, kick that, like, first domino off, right? And then it will flow into the rest of the day where like, Oh, if you like crush it at night, like right before bed, that, that could be yeah. good. Right. And you know, you plan That's different out your, too. Yeah. your yeah, next right. day. It, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if your like morning is started in chaos, it's like, <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to shake that off where like right. if your end, if, if your night is like chaotic, but uh, you're able to at least fall asleep, then you you could start the day fresh because you know oh yeah it, you, it, it's right after recovery and then you can set things up right so um some uh let's think of like some take actions <laughs> yeah for i guess the the morning right like mm-hmm. a morning ritual uh like you, you were talking about um that is one thing we've talked about before is putting your phone uh your alarm away if you're having trouble waking up like put your alarm somewhere else like not within arm's reach at least so you have to stand up to get to it and then (laughs) this was a weird one that i recently like just reread uh do you know steve pavlina 
he was like no. a he was like a pretty big blogger and he probably still is but uh i remember reading his stuff in college and one of the first ones was well, one of the ones he was popular for was uh polyphasic sleep so it was that thing where you take a nap throughout the day um, right so so he doesn't really like doing that you don't really have days right um and you you're just constantly awake and you take 20 minute nap every four hours and you can in some way function uh, at a high level uh, but something he talks about is I, I don't think he's on that anymore but he has an article about waking up early and how do you do it uh what th- this is a weird one uh and he, he talks about the thing i appreciate about this post is he says i know it's dumb <laughs> but <laughs> practice getting out of bed and he says like the middle of the day is when you should practice this like set your alarm get in bed then hear the alarm get out of bed reset the alarm <laughs> you just like drill it i know even really? when i'm saying it it sounds yeah. kind of weird um and you you just it it makes it so that you hear the alarm and you get out of bed and it kind of makes sense uh or it really makes sense like you you drill yourself like the cue trigger and reward right um yeah so you hear that cue a lot of times the trigger you hear the trigger and your action is oh now i press snooze right (laughs) and you have to like somehow get out of that yeah and um And then step two, this is the one we talk about, like Jason says when he wanted to run, not only would he put his alarm yeah. away from his bed, he would put it underneath his gym clothes um, so, so that he has, to, he has to touch those clothes before he can turn off the alarm. Ingenious. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yep. Man. Okay. So yeah, that's taking action. I love it. I, I think yeah. one of the other things is I'm able to take a nap at work. Um that's probably the best thing that's like a good perk is that my boss allows us to not we're not supposed to be working at 110 percent is what he said it's like he's like i'd rather have you guys work at 80 percent and recover for you guys to have that 20 percent be more productive later in the day which is probably the best thing i've ever heard in my life (laughs) so um he's saying that take a nap take a break get a breather, do what you have to do. And so I, I am trying to implement a nap. Um, I think it was Daniel Pink. No, it was one of the It was it? Yeah. So well, it's yeah. taking a nap if you can, if you could, if you're able to. And, and it's not just because of sleeping. Um, it's not, what was it? Uh, that sleep is not always all about the sleep. Like the eight hours, that's, He's like considering that BS. The seven, seven to eight hours is BS to him, and you could do five to six hours of good, like solid sleep, and then you could take a nap during the day and still be just as solid. It's still good. Um, I was listening to uh, the drama podcast, uh, long uh, short story long, and he was talking to Aubrey Marcus about on it founder of on it. Yeah, dude. That's O N N I T. Yes, dude. <laughs> slash active recall. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> that won't work. Um, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Aubrey Marcus. Yeah. So uh, he talks about how um, they were talking about how they were like uh, pushing it. How how they is there's got to be some way to help each other out, or like using the brain function. How and of course. Aubrey Marcus was just researching this for his supplements and he's like, wait a second, I could do this. And he figured out some supplement. Of course, 
like the stuff uh, it has to help it, it's definitely something that's pretty functional but he does say how you could make your day more productive how you could take action um meditation was one of the big biggest roles that he had to do uh there was more of the um knowing yourself so again this is this is how you work your things out and then uh being self-aware so if you could map out a day for something that's could that could be productive it's it's like journaling um like getting into the habit of journaling was probably the best thing like five minute journal I still do. I still do that every day. Now, <laughs> I Me leave too. it at in my car. Like no matter what, it's in my car. I see it on the passenger side. The second I'm done parking, I write. I write in there, and I just think about, like, okay. So since I leave my stuff at the car, and then you leave yours at work, do you at the three the three things that are amazing that happen to you? Do you write it after the fact, and then you come back in the morning? Yeah. Um, sometimes I do okay. it. So when I remember, I always do it first thing. Um, I always do the morning part. Right. And then if I remember before, you know, after I shut down my computer, I try to have like that shutdown ritual. <laughs> I'm kind of building it, but um, I try to remember to fill it in after that. Yeah. Otherwise, the next morning, I'll just start from there. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, got it. Got it. That's, that's really good. I like that yeah. one. So this is where... Uh, that third question that you uh, put is, are you looking for a good time to start something? And I'm so grateful to start that book, that five-minute journal, because yeah. I think every day, every day and in the morning after, I I look forward to writing into that book just for the fact that I am grateful for, you know, life in general or what I'm doing or it's just, re- or maybe reducing the fact that I hate my job. <laughs> but <laughs> it's all I'm saying is that um, when you have to start something, it's hard as hell. Uh, I there's times where I think I think it was there's like this barrier. Um, like when I started the YouTube channel, if you start a month, like after the month, it's probably the hardest thing ever just to go back onto it. Um, there's like that time limit. Uh, who said that? I think it was crushing it with Gary Vaynerchuk, and he's saying that people people start something and they got their ideas, they're flowing hard, and then after a month or two months or three, they are done. Right. That was me. That's me right now. I'm struggling, and I'm looking for more ideas, or I'm looking for, and I didn't realize how hard it is to start a YouTube channel and be consistent. So, um, with this going back into it. The question is, are you looking for a good time to start something? If not, might be looking for a good time to end something. So, Seth, what right. is, uh, let's get back to this. What was the... Yeah, uh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, go for it. So, how to pick a good time to start. So, this is an excerpt from that book, When. Mm-hmm. To help you on that quest for an ideal day to begin that novel or commence training for a marathon, here are 86 days that are especially effective for making a fresh start. And then he gives 86 days, uh, like different, different times to start. And I think kind of like the point of this is you pick, it can be useful to like pick a day and have like that start line again, um, just to like build motivation around it and focus on that. So maybe you think like, okay, you know, I'm going to ease up, like it's not working right now. I'll ease up on it for 
a few more days, then I'll start it on Monday. And, you know, there, there's, a, there's like moving goalposts sometimes or like st- moving start points where I'll start my diet. Like my diet's always starting the following Monday. Um, but yeah, so as an example, I'll just uh, read this card, 86 days to start fresh. It's things like uh, 12 first of the months, 52 Mondays, uh, four starts of the season, Independence Day, major holidays, birthdays, loved one's birthday, first day of the semester, new job, first day, anniversaries of weddings, divorces, deaths, um, <laughs> anniversaries of new jobs, pet, uh, like when you got a pet, graduation, uh, when you became a citizen, and then, which might be your birthday sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, I like and then, this you know, <laughs> when you finish reading when, or when you, <laughs> or you know, or when you started re- anniversary or when you listened to your first active recall podcast. <laughs> um, but I guess like speaking of that, like we are, we are coming up on like our it's one year up, of, yeah. uh, oh my this gosh. podcast. And you know, that, that, as an example, that's like a good time for us to think, like look back and think right. about what, what's coming for the future it'll probably be me talking again about how i should do more marketing for this <laughs> and, uh, Which, um, by the way i yeah. did make that video and i am getting really positive feedback from it so anyways um i will have to debate something though i mean with the start there's always got to be an end and right. the thing is starting anything is probably the easiest or like the the starting line is like for example, first day of semester, boom, I'm going into school, buckle down, backpack ready, pencils out, ready, let's go, let's, let's start studying. And then there's got to be an end goal, and it's it's hard to explain because you have tests, you have things to, to that's your end goal to do. Your grade is your end goal. Good grades or somewhat good grades is your end goal. And you're trying to get the bigger goal, which is your degree, right? Um with this though, I have to make, okay, so when it came to my business with my videography, uh, there were times where I had to do jobs for free, right? And with, without a deadline, I am in the gutter. So I know I started my work with the client doing a video for them. And then my end goal was to have a portfolio or something that is shown to the public that they say, hey, that's pretty cool. Let me have that. But the client's like, yeah, do it whenever you can. I can't wait to see it. He gives me the opportunity to have a deadline. But when I don't have a deadline, I am, I'm just like, I am lazy. I get, I get, I just toss it. (laughs) Right. So this is my, this is a little bit of my argument is, I know starting something is super fun and exciting. Getting to the end is hard. So what do you think of, uh, how can I say this? With end goals and uh, deadlines, I mean, I, I feel like d- deadlines are probably the best way to, what do you call that, like a checklist or like a a breakpoint or checkpoint. There you go, checkpoint. Like in Sonic the Hedgehog where he hits the the ball, right. the blue ball with the red star where it just, uh, as he's zooming past, that's like, if you die, that's his spot. That's kind of like... <laughs> that's, yeah. So yeah. W- what do you think? About um, deadline? I, I see what you're saying. Uh, I think it's called Parkinson's Rule where you're going to 
for any task, you're going to take as much time as you have. Like, right. you're not going to finish something before the deadline, like if you have a deadline. And then mm-hmm. the trouble sometimes is if you don't have a deadline, then you'll never finish it. And it can be pretty hard to like create a fake deadline for yourself. Um, I mean, I struggle with oh, it yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so that, that's where it can be like, that's where you have to kind of like shift your goal to, I'm going to, I, I guess like a strategy to take is, um, <laughs> there, there are things like where online systems where you commit some amount of money and then it'll donate to like, a charity that you hate and things like that, or like public, some kind of like public shame, <laughs> which is probably effective. Um, I've never really tried. I've never done it. So I, I never can't, tried it. yeah. Um, I, I think there are, uh, other ways to, to do that. Not that I have any good suggestions right now, but, um, I think having, breaking it down into other like smaller deadlines can be good. Yeah. Like you said, have checkpoints for things that you are making. Um, and then there was a check out this video. It's a TED talk by uh, Tim Urban. He talks about procrastination and why we procrastinate. Um, yeah. And I think yeah, I, heard I, I, that. I, yeah. I, I guess it's I I don't have any like a good answer right now about like yeah, it's okay. how you I stop mean, procrastinating, right? Um, yeah. It it can just you have to like try to shift your mindset to like finishing something. Um, and exactly. I don't know that I have that, um, uh, for, well, no, for you, certain you things, definitely but do. you definitely but, do like, for the fact that you, you, so like starting medium, like you started a blog post, what, like two, three posts ago. And how is that going? You're, you're killing it that you started yeah, well, it and you're actually making a deadline now because you're by the week because of our podcast, you are, like you made a makeshift deadline for a week for each blog post, right? So you're that's a good that's a good habit that you did, right? I so I think the podcast is a good example of like we we created a deadline for ourselves that we've kept up. The mm-hmm. thing with Medium uh, with those posts is that I have like ten drafts, so I'm, I'm starting oh. a lot more <laughs> than. I'm finishing because I don't have like a deadline. I'm not trying to, I don't have a schedule for anything like that. So I think, mm-hmm. I think that's the important thing is to have that schedule. Um, and you know, a- a- ask for a deadline, ask them like if your client says, Oh, whenever, like, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. you need to have a deadline and it's, it can be useful for you to have it. Um, just to, there's some use in not having one and you have more time to explore and things like that. But then if that's the case, then give yourself a deadline for the different stages of your work. Like, okay, uh, I'll decide this by this time and that by that time. And, um, yeah. And let's see. So I I will say, um, just to give a quick, a quick, uh, deadline thing. So I had to do a quinceanera, last week and I told the girl I was like okay give me about two weeks for the uh, two week two to three weeks of the full video but give me a week of the highlight reel so I could give you give that to you for your Instagram and she's like cool that what the Instagram video did for me was it gave me a deadline for the week I'm like okay if I'm gonna do this this full video at least let me do the highlight reel 
and check the good stuff to give to her. And it, the great, the great thing that that I kind of do, like it's in the background while I'm working. Um, I'm scanning, I'm scanning through all the video I've done, and I'm like, okay, this is good, this is good. So it's little check checkpoints that I'm like, okay, this is gonna be good. I'm gonna put this in the highlight. I'm gonna put not put this in the highlight, but this is good for the the long DVD version or whatever. And I I'm like, okay, I could I could do that. And then in the long run, I've seen everything in the video, and then giving her the highlight reel, boom. And then I'm ready. So my deadline, I'm a little more prepared for the next deadline, which is the full video, the the DVD thing. And I'm a little more yeah prepared. Uh, that's that's probably the way. I do it with my business now. Right. Uh, so yeah. something I like from that is it's an example of breaking it down, breaking this bigger project down oh, into yeah. tasks yeah. with deadlines, right? So you like your one project is this one project with the client. Um, and then you break it down into a couple deliverables, right? Um, yep. So you have that. Deliverable. Instagram yeah. video. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the Instagram thing and then the overall video and the Instagram thing, like you said, it, it's it's smart. It aligns you to like there are things that are packaged in making that Instagram thing. Is like you have to go through all the footage, which you're gonna have to do anyway. So yes, yes. you create a deliverable out of something that you have to do anyway, and then um, you can give that and have your um, kind of check two boxes. So you send something off. You've made something that's useful, but then you've also taken care of like the first stage of um, the bigger picture, which is like looking yeah. through all the footage and. I'm trying to do that, uh, figure that, figure that out with, uh, how we make the podcast and it's, it's like constantly in progress, but I think it's get, it's improving now where oh, yeah, I am, definitely. I am making like these notes. Um, <laughs> the process is improving. I don't know that the podcast is improving, but, <laughs> um, I'm making like these note cards and I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm trying to think back to like that thing we always say about Tim Ferriss and Chase Jarvis. What would this look like if it were easy? And I'm making a bunch of these note cards and I'm thinking about how I could reuse them for different things. Mm, so like it. we use them uh, as notes for this video or not this video, this podcast. And then I use them also to make a video from the podcast. And then hopefully what I'm hoping is I can just make these and then have like the, these set of cards or this set of cards and make videos from that like smaller videos oh, from that's that. so good of, yeah of the um i have i've slowly built up like this sample size <laughs> of videos with like a good range of views and i know now like this is like 80 20 analysis right like what's important yeah and if i just filter my videos by most viewed mm. um one of my goals earlier this year was uh and this is breaking this channel into smaller goals one of them was to get 10, this is going to sound silly if you, you know, you have a million followers or even if you have like a million, 500 followers, right? Or like yeah. uh, subscribers, but you know, just starting out, I'm not just starting out, but um, anyway, I'm going to stop apologizing for setting this goal. My goal was <laughs> to have <laughs> 10 videos with a hundred views, right? Yeah. That's a good um, one. Which... And then it went up from there. So it was like 10 with 100, then 1 with 1,000, and then 10 with 1,000. And, you know, hopefully we'll keep marching towards that. But, um, yeah, so, so I'm approaching, like, that first goal, like, 10 videos with 100 views. And 
it's pretty clear to see like the ones that have a hundred views have the book in the title. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. People are finding these, these videos. They're just searching for book titles and then they want to find like cliff notes probably. And if I want to, if my goal really is just like views and things like that, then it's like, oh, okay. Um, just put like do things about books. So I'm trying to think of like how, how we can, I make a lot of notes for <laughs> for books <laughs> and some of them just like stay private and you know, uh, I'm trying to think of how I can reuse that. Yeah, dude, that's, it's good. Um, I think I know with my, with the work I have, it's, it's definitely a lot easier. So I could just like make, oh, the year, the year I did all this work, I could just do all these like quick clips of everything I've done. So that's, it's definitely hard to reuse something in what you're trying to do. That's definitely a pretty difficult but anyways, um, at the very last, so this book, I'm definitely going to listen to this on Audible, uh, which is the Daniel Pink win. But there's that, when he was talking to Tim Ferriss, I remember the billboard question. It was, what would you put on a billboard? And Daniel Pink answered this as concise as possible. I love it. I, I think this is probably the best thing that he said like to, to end the podcast was, quote, assume positive intent and he said it with such passion which is i was like yeah that's so good um so it says you had something right here at the very end it's like the world's not out to get you i also love that i read that and how that hit me pretty good um all yeah. that negativity there's there's not that much just know that you're trying to do something good for other people yeah yeah, yeah. I, I really really that's like one of my favorite answers to that question yeah uh, assume really positive was. intent i think too often it can be easy to something happens and then uh, an example you'll see is like oh someone bumped you in the street and you assume like they're a bad person and they did it maliciously and then you know if you think it further it's like no one really means to bump you like, in the street. <laughs> like, like not, not usually, right? And then if they do, they're in a, likely they're in a hurry and you have no idea like what they're in a hurry for, maybe. And then, you know, it's like, oh, then you find out they were like rushing to the hospital to like see a loved one. And that's probably not true. Like they, they probably were just, you know, in a hurry for some other reason, right? But yeah. if you if you at least like picture that, that scenario, like an extreme scenario, it's like, oh, okay, like, Maybe that's the case. And does it really matter? Like, you can let it bug you for longer than it should. Um, But if you assume, like, positive intent, like, uh, for anything, that can be useful. Just just to at least, like, get over certain things that don't matter, at the very least. But then, at best, you know, it creates, like, a more positive world. Um, Oh, yeah. So let me ask you, like, as an example, like, what's something that happened or it doesn't have to be like positive intent toward you actually um Uh, so so yeah even like taking that example of like getting like that person bumped into you if you think of it like as positive intent it's like oh it's they're probably rushing to something to help another person um right right so So, let's see something that was uh, i had to assume or they had to assume it was positive intent um hmm that's a good one I, I mean, think, it's all right. It's just another, like, tool to, to use. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, with everything that I, I do, 
it's it's customer service. I always try to strive for the best, both day in at work, with my work, with the work I do, uh, and outside. Like if I'm at if I'm at the gym, and then I'm I'm working out, and then I okay I get off my bench and I'm try I'm grabbing weights. But then some guy just grabs my bench and just sits down. He starts doing like, you know, skull crushers or something. Assuming positive intent, at first I was like, bro. Yeah. I'm having a hard time with that one. No. (laughs) That one has negative intent. No, so definitely. I, I was, okay. It's to the point where you have to say something. Or, um, you know, you have to leave something there, but that was my fault. I didn't leave anything there. I just, I just, <laughs> that's, that's actually the worst example. I am so sorry. I still no, have no, no. trouble I, I with mean, that. It's a, it's a, it shows like how this tool, like it could be used, right? Like you're, you're angry. And then, yeah. so, you know, so, sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, maybe you have to, you got to make something up. Like he wants to, he, maybe he almost dropped his baby and then he wants oh, to get goodness. stronger. So he's working yeah. out and, you know, it, it can get a little crisis. ridiculous, but yeah. it's, it's, it's practice at least in reframing something <laughs> positively. And yeah. I, I think it'll help when, you know, it's a, it's a less, uh, <laughs> when it's not a, that's just such a jerk move. Um, <laughs> But it, it is pretty you know, messed up. It, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's there's times where they they're like, oh, they look at you. It was like, oh, you this was yours. They're like, right. okay, they yeah. they give you that down head look because they're they have their headphones, so they're not really yeah. talking to you. They're like they're saying sorry in a most awkward yeah. gesture. <laughs> but but it's so, true. It's true. Like you, it, it helps um, bring the focus like back to yourself. Like, oh, how could I pre- prevent that next time? Mm-hmm. Or how do I how do I deal with this instead of thinking like oh that guy's awful and then he'll probably go bump a bunch of people in the street when he walks home. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, dude, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up, man. So um, yeah, well, one more um, excerpt uh, from when that yeah, I liked please. is like you, you talked about. Um, you'll hit like a trough. There's this afternoon trough that is a big theme in the book, and getting mm-hmm. through that and. Uh, I like this idea of making your midpoint your endpoint so that you keep Ooh. the energy going. So this is the excerpt. Stop your sentence midway through. Ernest Hemingway published 15 books during his lifetime, and one of his favorite productivity techniques was one I've used myself, even to write this book. He often ended a writing session not at the end of a section or paragraph, but smack in the middle of a sentence. That sense of incompletion lit a midpoint spark that helped him begin the following day with immediate momentum. And mm. yeah, we'll, we'll stop this podcast <laughs> while we've got momentum. No, uh, but that, yeah, I guess that, that that's uh, something to end on with the book. Like great book about timing. Check it out by Daniel Pink. It's called when. And it, yeah, did, did we'll, we'll move on to, uh, some cool things from the week. Did you have sure. one? Uh, no. <laughs> I guess you shared your, you, you did share like short story long. So, um, yeah. the Aubrey well, Marcus one. Yeah. He was also on probably 10. You know, all I listened to is Tim Ferriss. We are super fans uh, of Tim Ferriss. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he had, 
he has a book coming out. I don't know if it's out yet, and I'm I'm guessing we'll probably talk about it in the future. But he, he is the founder of um, On It. So he, if you listen to Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan uh, partnered with um, Aubrey Marcus to get that first supplement, uh, or to I, I think for actually it was first he did advertising um, with Joe Rogan and then helped. Then they partnered on Alpha Brain. I'm guessing is what it was, um, right? But but now he has, um, you know, he built up on it as a brand. There's like the on it gyms, and which connects to any time I mention like kettlebells and things like that. A lot of <laughs> yeah. the um, inspiration comes from Primal Soldier on Instagram, <laughs> and he has a new course. I bought it just because I like buying education thing, like online education things. But I did yeah. want to support him too. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so it's it's pretty cool, and I'm probably going to check that book out, and we'll talk about that in the future. Um, Definitely. Um, yeah. At that drama podcast, the uh, the book that you're talking about that Aubrey Marcus has, it's called "Own the Day, Own Your Life: Optimized Practices of Walking, Working, and Learning." Um, this book actually came out last month, March 6th, 2018. Um, yeah, I'm going to go check oh. that out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think we'll talk about it pretty soon. Um, yeah. my cool thing was earlier this week, I watched Connor McGregor's <laughs> documentary on Netflix. Uh, it's notorious. It's really great. Uh, I wrote this thing, <laughs> these notes, all these <laughs> things about, uh, how it's cool to see him before his fame. Uh, he's sitting in parking lots, waiting for sparring partners. He says, I hope we beat each other enough that we become, beat each other up enough that we become really good. And, you know, nice to see his journey uh, up the ranks. And I had this thing about like, oh, you see him talking and all that. But he, he really is humble. And you can see uh, deep down he's humble. And um you see the origins of that in Notorious documentary. Deep, and then deep, yesterday yeah. <laughs> he threw a dolly at the UFC bus. And it's, it's, it's really rough to, uh, to see that. And, um, you know, it's another setback. We'll see. It's, it's hard to defend him and say that he's humble deep down inside now. But uh, deep. In deep, deep down. Yeah, if you just think back. Um, this is really like uh, I miss the old Kanye and all that and yeah, a, a lot of co- Reddit comments are like how yeah. oh, I miss the old Connor like coming up um, you, you know he, he could always talk but you you would say like oh he's he's respectful to his opponents after fights and, oh this is tough anyway um, no I still do think it's pretty interesting to watch if you like things like 24-7 or UFC Insider. That's not what it's called. Oh, I love 24-7. But, um, and any of those things. Um, this is cool to see just like what, what MMA fighters go through coming up. Oh, yeah. Man, that was... Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's finish this, dude. Um, you have anything else you want to like uh, patch up, clean up? Um, that's pre- I think that's pretty good. We started watching yeah. Black Mirror. Uh, this this week. Go check that out. I'm like... <laughs> three four years late on that but um <laughs> do you watch it no i've it's, never okay. really uh is it maybe we could do something? like an episode on that uh yeah it's, yeah it's pretty cool it just takes like current uh technology developments and 
it's like a dark it adds like a dark twist to it like what would that look like 20 years from now roughly like 20 years from now um so yeah check it out if you have it i don't think (laughs) i don't know that i'm convincing anyone to watch it but um, (laughs) no worries it's already in season four so (laughs) it's not it's not anything new um oh i see i'm so far behind but yeah fun to watch all right. Um, yeah, that's, that's that. And I guess we could end end with some um, quality. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, dude. But before I forget, I talked to Jerry when we were at uh, when we were watching Albert play. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to both these guys. Um, they were Albert was playing PUBG with Jason, and I was there with like like two other people. It was tripping me out. <laughs> And, you know, Albert, of course, funny Albert was like, hey, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the subscriptions. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of us, we were just we were just talking like trash. We we're like, dude, pay attention. Focus on the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get donations from us if you don't talk to us. <laughs> but anyways, talk to Jerry. Shout out to him. Uh, he totally loves the podcast he he likes yelling <laughs> yelling in the car when we forget something <laughs> oh yeah yeah we definitely uh yeah shout shout out um thanks for the support yeah seriously constant man. support um good hearing from you i want to play PUBG too um yeah. probably play that let's just you know it's on our phones but uh Seth, how have you been man before i forget i know we've been talking so oh, much yeah. but how have you been man Pretty good. I, I feel like, um, you know, I'll, I'll upgrade it to really good. Um, you know, excellent, man. Lately, um, it, it seems like this new like system with the writing and notes is is. I feel I feel good about it. Good things are happening. But aside from that, I think this uh, "How are you doing?" question was supposed to not be about that stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Amy and I are going to DC this weekend, so excited for that. Uh, cherry blossoms gonna be in full bloom i'm gonna check out david chang's restaurant there um oh and dude then, tell me tell me what else like, oh there's this there's this place awesome. called tokyo underground which i'm excited to go back to they got um <laughs> i call them the kuya dan dan noodles but you know they're just called <laughs> dan dan noodles um so yeah excited for that trip um, <laughs> shout out to dad and then yeah the kettlebell <laughs> stuff is i'm trying to do just 100 swings um in the day which is not not just but like time wise it doesn't take that long um it's like five minutes or like seven minutes so okay yeah um yeah feel, feeling pretty good about it we've been yeah i think like things are looking up uh, not yeah, that there were you know, not that we're in like it was a like dark, dark despair part. or anything <laughs> like that um how, how have you been good man uh did a quinceanera did a, a club video um getting some headway from that dude uh the whole weekend was probably productive was probably the most productive shoots i've had and now that um that's been going on i actually got a couple more i got a car wrap video that's here really local who's the rapper uh, i got no that's, <laughs> it's not a rapper it's <laughs> but it's a it's a vehicle guy that's that's you know making the car looks pretty pretty sporty with like different types of colors it's not paint it's just a wrap it's like the sticker stuff there's it's really funny there's this casting call for the uh black power ranger for this next power rangers movie and these guys want videos 
So it's a free runner's gym. Uh, I'm sorry. It's like a parkour gym. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And these guys want to cast or they want to do like a quick 20, I think it was a 20 second video of them fighting at this, this gym. I, I, this is, this is pretty cool. I can't wait. Uh, I'm yeah. going to check this out. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what's and going on with me, man. One of them gets the part and then they say, Oh, I'm on set, <laughs> man. Um, we need another cameraman. <laughs> like the, Ooh, that guy, the, the cameraman that we usually have was walking. He got bumped by this jerk at the gym, fell over. <laughs> he hurt his knee. We need the cameraman. Can you show up? And you're ready to go cycle. because you've been yep. doing your 100 kettlebell swings every day. Man. You're prepared. You head to the set, ready to go. So, so good. Good way to go, end Go-Go Power Rangers. Go-Go Power Rangers. All right, Seth. It's good hearing from you, man. You take it easy. Everyone, thanks for tuning in, staying tuned, checking us out. Uh, you guys can find me on WalterAmedia.com, and my YouTube channel is over there. Seth, you can find Seth on Medium. And uh, what else? Just at Active Recall on Twitter. We'll, we'll still gotcha. go with that. Um, you got it. Please follow, follow Seth on Twitter. I mean, there's a lot of headway. Seth has been posting. There's a lot uh, of good stuff on there. I don't know that that... <laughs> I don't really post on Twitter that much. Oh, it's mostly Seth. like just to grab the links real quick. Yeah, and, actually, and let's just do it. activerecall.co. Activerecall.co. Yeah, Guys, yeah, girls, okay. thank sorry, you sorry for to cut out. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, Seth, take it easy, man. You guys take it easy. Have a good week. And... and cut. Cut.